0: Lyoto Machida seemed destined to become an MMA great. The Japanese-Brazilian fighter had a dominant rise in the sport of MMA. He outclassed his opponents on the feet with the help of his karate background, and this led to him racking up wins and barely losing any rounds. And once he captured UFC gold, it really seemed like he would hold on to it for a very long time. But he lost it after one title defense, and although he was close to winning it back both a light heavyweight and middleweight, he was unable to, and nowadays, he's a shell of his former self. So how good was Lyoto Machida actually? Hey guys, it's Keon, and today we're going to be talking about Lyoto. The Dragon Machida. And this video is possibly the most requested of all time. And I understand why, because in his prime, Lyoto was an absolute machine. He was a tactical fighter, but a very dangerous one. Because one mistake with him can lead to a highlight reel knockout. But as amazing as he was, his time at the top was short lived. So in this video, we will take a look at his MMA career to really understand how good he was. But first, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But even the intro members get early access and video to the Kion Kamara podcast. Plus, all the money goes to charity. Now, let's get to it. Lyoto began his MMA career on May 2nd, 2003 at the age of 24. He is the son of Yoshiza Machida, who is a highly ranked head of the Brazilian branch of the Japan Karate Association. So at 3 years old, Lyoto began training. And his training expanded to sumo, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, boxing, and Muay Thai. His first fight in MMA was against Kengo Watanabe. Although Lyoto had his moments on the feet with some kicks, he displayed his skills on the ground by securing takedowns, throwing ground and pound, and attempting submissions. After 3 rounds, Lyoto won by unanimous decision. Four months later he fought Stefan Bonner and in this fight Lyoto displayed his striking by countering with punches and kicks. This included the left hand that dropped Stefan. It was a one-sided affair and with a huge cut under Bonner's eye the doctor stopped the fight. On New Year's Eve 2003 Lyoto fought Rich Franklin. Lyoto controlled the action both on the feet and on the ground. He even dropped Rich at one point with the left hand and although he survived Lyoto would go on to connect with the knee and punches in the second that finished the fight. After this win he fought Michael McDonald and it was a quick match as Lyoto secured a takedown and finished Michael with a forearm choke. Two months later, Lyoto fought Sam Greco. Sam looked good as his speed and strength really posed as a problem for Lyoto. Both men had their moments on the feet, and although Lyoto secured takedowns and spent time on top, he also got reversed a couple of times. It was a competitive fight, but at the end, Lyoto won by split decision. Following this victory, he fought former UFC welterweight champion BJ Penn at open weight. BJ weighed in at 191 pounds while Lyoto was 225. Credit to BJ for making this fight competitive as he had his moments on the feet and on the ground. But so did Lyoto, especially later on in the fight when BJ began to slow down. After 3 rounds, Lyoto won by unanimous decision. A month later, he fought Dimitri Wanderlei. And the action was wild when on the feet as the two went back and forth. But Lyoto had the edge by securing takedowns. And at one point, he dropped Dimitri with a left hand and was close to finishing him. Dimitri survived, but he was exhausted and this forced the ref to stop the fight. After this win, Lyoto fought Vernon White. And Lyoto put on a dominant performance by controlling the action on the feet and on the ground. After 3 rounds, he won by unanimous decision. This 8 fight win streak led to the UFC signing Lyoto, so he made his debut with the promotion on February 3rd, 2007. His first opponent was Sam Hoger, and Lyoto did very well on the feet for most of the fight. At one point, Sam went down by a left hand, and by the end, Lyoto won by unanimous decision. At UFC 70, he fought David Heath, and once again, Lyoto dominated on the feet. This included a barrage of knees that dropped David. Credit to him for not going out from this. But after 3 rounds, Lyoto won by unanimous decision. After picking up a win against Kazuhiro Nakamura at UFC 76, Lyoto fought Ramothieri Sokoju. Despite a strong start from Sokoju who connected on the feed and secured a takedown, Lyoto reversed him and once they got back up, he began to land as well. Eventually he dropped Sokoju with a left hand and finished him with an arm triangle choke. At UFC 84, Lyoto fought former UFC light heavyweight champion Tito Ortiz. Tito's game plan was to bring the fight down, but Lyoto denied his attempts and even secured a takedown of his own. He was also close to finishing Tito in the third with a knee to the body, but Tito survived and locked up a triangle choke which looked really tight. But Lyoto survived and ended up winning the fight by unanimous decision. This win earned him a personal check from UFC president Dana White for defeating Tito Ortiz. Yeah, Dana really hated Tito. At UFC 94, Lyoto fought Tiago Silva. The two strikers went toe to toe but it was Lyoto who found early success by dropping Tiago with a knee and a left hand. And once the two got back up, Lyoto connected with more punches that dropped Tiago again. Lyoto eventually won the fight by tripping Tiago to the mat and finishing him with a huge punch. This win streak led to a shot at the UFC light heavy championship. So at UFC 98, he fought champion Rashad Evans. After feeling each other out on the feet, Lyoto dropped Rashad with a left hand. This led to ground and pound and although Rashad survived, he continued taking shots on the feet. Eventually, Lyoto dropped him again with more punches. Rashad got back up and was in survival mode before he got folded by a left hand, making Lyoto Machida the new UFC light heavyweight champion. And honestly, it seemed like the beginning of a long and dominant reign. His first title defense went down four months later against the 2005 Pride Middleweight Grand Prix champion, Mauricio Shogun Hua. And this was a very competitive bout as both men went back and forth on the feet. Lyoto connected with punches, kicks and knees. But so did Shogun. And this led to Lyoto absorbing the most damage in his MMA career. It was crazy to see because like I said, he seemed unstoppable at this point. But Shogun did very well in closing the distance and attacking from the outside with kicks. By the end it was close but it was Lyoto who won by unanimous decision. Which was seen as controversial as many believe that Shogun did enough to win that night. And that included Dana White. So of course an immediate rematch was booked and that went down at UFC 113. And although Lyoto found success early with his striking and takedowns, he got dropped by a right hand. Shogun mounted him and threw more punches that finished the fight, making it Lyoto's first defeat in MMA. Lyoto came back at UFC 123 to fight former UFC light heavyweight champion, Quentin Rampage Jackson. For the most part, Lyoto controlled the action on the feed and almost finished the fight in the final round. He also secured a takedown. Rampage had some success in the clinch and also brought the fight down as well. It looked like it was going to be a decision win for Lyoto, but the judges awarded the split decision victory. Victory to Rampage, which was a shock to many, including Rampage, who felt like he lost the fight. After dropping two in a row, Lyoto fought former UFC light heavyweight and heavyweight champion, Randy Couture. Randy tried to bring the fight down but got denied. This led to a crane kick from Lyoto, which immediately put Randy out. It was a beautiful knockout, one that sensei Steven Seagal claims that he helped out with. Although Lyoto was linked to matchups with Rashad Evans and Phil Davis, he ended up receiving a shot at the title at UFC 140. His opponent was champion, John Jones. Lyoto was seen as a huge test for John, and he proved that by connecting with a left hand. This had John in trouble which was a crazy sight to see at the time. But he survived and once he secured the takedown in round 2, he began to connect with big elbows from above. Once the action got back up, Lyoto got dropped by a left hand. This led to a standing guillotine choke from John that put Lyoto to sleep. 8 months later, Lyoto fought Ryan Vader. And for most of the fight, it was Ryan who was pressing forward with punches while Lyoto was waiting for an opening. This continued into round 2 where Ryan rushed in once again but this time, he got caught by a right hand that knocked him out cold. This win led to another shot at the title for Lyoto. But because the fight was on short notice, Lyoto declined. So he came back at UFC 157 to fight former Strike Force light heavyweight champion, Dan Henderson. It wasn't the most eventful fight, but for the most part, Lyoto was controlling the action on the feet. Both men also took each other down. And after three rounds, Lyoto won by split decision. At UFC 163, Lyoto fought Phil Davis. For most of the fight, Lyoto was connecting on the feet with the more significant shots. The only significant offense from Phil was a couple of takedowns and ground and pound. And for the judges, that was enough to award him with the unanimous decision. Which was very controversial as many people, including Dana White, thought Lyoto should've won. Regardless, Lyoto was three and four in his last seven fights. So for his next fight, he moved down to middleweight. His first opponent at 185 was Mark Munoz. And Lyoto put on a statement by finishing Mark in the first with a head kick. Four months later, he fought former Strike Force light heavyweight champion, Gegard Musasi. And Lyoto looked good by landing more punches and kicks throughout the five rounds. In the end, he won by unanimous decision. This two-fight win streak led to a shot at the middleweight championship at UFC 175. His opponent was champion, Chris Weidman. After getting outstruck and outwrestled for the first three rounds, Lyoto started to let loose in the fourth and Chris began to fatigue. In the final round, Lyoto looked very close to finishing the fight. But he was unable to and by the end, Chris won by unanimous decision. Following this defeat, he fought CB Dalloway. And it took Lyoto 62 seconds to finish the fight with a kick to the body and punches. Four months later, he fought former Strike Force middleweight champion, Luke Rockhold. Lyoto looked good early by connecting with some punches. But then he got dropped by a right hand and Ground and pound. Lioto was tired by the start of the second, which made it easy for Luke to finish him via rare naked choke. Two months later, Leoto fought Yoel Romero. After trading on the feed for the first two rounds, Yoel secured a takedown of the third and finished the fight with brutal elbows. Leoto was going to come back on April 16th, 2016 to fight Dan Henderson for a second time, but prior to the event, he failed his pre fight drug test due to the usage of a banned substance, so Yusada gave him an 18 month suspension. And after two years of inactivity, Leoto came back and fought Derek Brunson. Leoto got dropped by left hand before eating more punches on the ground that put him out. After losing three in a row, he fought Eric Anders. Leoto connected with many kicks and knees throughout the fight. But Eric landed some big punches and secured a couple of takedowns. It was a close bout that could have went to Eric. But in the end, Leoto won by split decision. At UFC 224, Leoto fought former UFC light heavyweight champion, Vitor Belfort. And Leoto turned back time with this performance as he knocked Vitor out with a front kick to his face. It was beautiful. Despite this two-fight win streak, Leoto left the UFC and signed with Bellator. His first fight, with the promotion was against former Bellator middleweight champion Rafael Cavayo. For most of the fight, the action was back and forth on the feet. And as time went on, Lyoto seemed to be slowing down. But in the final round, he secured two takedowns and looked close to locking up a guillotine. By the end, Lyoto won by split decision. At Bellator 222, he fought Chael Sonnen at light heavyweight. And for the most part, Lyoto was dominant on the feet. He connected with a flying knee that dropped Chael and the fight looked like it was done. But Chael ate more punches and was able to survive till the end of the round. In round 2, Lyoto landed another flying knee. Chael went down and after some ground and pound, the ref stepped in. Three months later, Leoto went back to 185 to fight former Bellator middleweight champion, Gegard Musasi, making it their second meeting. Both men threw a bunch of kicks at each other with Leoto having the edge in that department. But it was Gegard who was letting his hands go more. And although he ended the fight on top, Leoto locked up a tight guillotine before time ran out. After three rounds, Gegard won by split decision. At Bellator 245, Lyoto moved back up to 205 to fight former Bellator light heavyweight champion, Phil Davis, making it their second meeting. This was a battle of the kicks for the most part. The biggest punch landed was a right hand from Phil that staggered Lyoto. And as the fight continued on, Phil began to throw more punches. It was a close fight, but in the end, Phil won by split decision. Seven months later, Lyoto entered the Bellator Light Heavyweight World Grand Prix. In the quarterfinals, he fought Bellator Heavyweight Champion Ryan Bader, making it their second meeting. Lyoto looked good early by outstriking Ryan and rocking him with a head kick before the end of round one. The kicks continued in round two before Ryan secured a takedown and began throwing ground and pound. This drained Lyoto's energy big time. And for the remainder of the fight, it was all Ryan who was controlling the action with his wrestling. He also had some moments on the feet. And after 5 rounds, he won by unanimous decision. This was Lyoto's most recent fight. I could see him fight more in Bellator as in his past 3 defeats, he was still competitive. But at the age of 42 and soon to be 43, I do think his best days are behind him. And with all that he's accomplished, I don't think there's anything else for him to prove. So after going 26-11 and in a career that saw him become the UFC light heavyweight champion, how good was Lyoto Machida actually? In his prime, he truly looked unstoppable many including myself believed that he was going to be the next Anderson Silva, the next best Brazilian MMA fighter, and a fighter whose name would be brought up in the GOAT conversation. His karate background translated perfectly into the sport. In fact, I would say that he was the first to really popularize it in the UFC. I mean, his karate stance alone is iconic. And I know a fighter like Georges St-Pierre displayed his karate skills long before, but it was Leoto who really brought it to another level in my opinion, as that was his main focus. He was able to compete with kicks alone, and he would batter his opponents with them from head to toe. They were fast and different difficult to anticipate. And when he connected to the head, it was deadly. And because of it, we got to witness some legendary finishes from him. Plus, he was one of the best at holding back from throwing extra shots after knocking out his opponent. In general, his kicks were perfect for maintaining distance. And that was a huge part of his game plan as he preferred to attack from the outside. But even in close quarters, he had some deadly knees. Regardless, unless he had a fighter hurt, he wouldn't usually rush in to attack. Instead, he'd wait for his opponents to do that. And this left them exposed to Lyoto's counters. Especially his left hand which carried a lot of power. He had a high fight IQ as he was very efficient with his attacks and avoided taking damage. And after going 15-0 and capturing UFC gold, there was an aura of invincibility surrounding Lyoto. It really seemed like no one was going to figure him out. But then he fought Shogun Hua, who wasn't only a good striker himself, but he also wasn't afraid to close the distance and take some shots. And although he lost their first matchup, he doubled down on his game plan in their second fight by letting his hands go even more. Plus he had more confidence, which is huge as most fighters feared Lyoto. All this led to the victory for Shogun. And it was this defeat that really changed it all for Lyoto. That invincible aura that he once carried diminished. It was like he became human again. Yes, he was still dangerous, but his opponents definitely had more confidence now because they weren't going up against an unsolvable puzzle anymore. And now more fighters were figuring out how to beat him. Unless your Shogun, staying patient against Lyoto was huge in order to avoid his counters. And this really showed later in his career as he was hardly throwing punches due to his opponents not getting too close. Which is why I wish he focused more on his boxing, especially when moving forward. And as great as he is on his feet, he struggled when he was on his back despite his skills in brazilian jiu-jitsu especially against wrestlers he'd have a hard time getting back up and would also take a lot of damage when on the ground and if he survived all this he was still at a disadvantage as all his energy diminished which led to sloppy striking that was easily telegraphed by his opponents and that's why i wish he had focused more on his jiu-jitsu as it would have been more risky to grapple with him especially since he did well in securing takedowns but he wasn't really a threat with his emissions as his bread and butter was his striking his lack of evolution definitely caught up with him especially when the new era of fighters came up. And although he still displays glimpses of his glory days, he's getting older and his stamina isn't what it once was. Regardless, Lyoto has one of the wildest resumes that I've ever seen. Most fighters go up against no names in the beginning of their careers. But Lyoto went up against top talent from the beginning and that has continued until now. And although his run as champion didn't last as long as expected, at his peak Lyoto was out of this world. That's why I would give his MMA career a 9 out of 10. He paved the way for karate fighters in the UFC. Because he showed how effective it could be. And with many of today's top fighters displaying their karate skills in the cage i can't help but always think how it all started with lyoto the dragon machida my name is Keon, and this is my take on lyoto the dragon machida do you agree disagree or have something else to add please put in the comments down below because i love to read it if you like this video please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this but that's all for now so i'll see you on my next one